Okay. Good evening. So we are um, tonight really going to talk about Nikias. Last week, just to recall, we talked about Onas Tavarim, about hurtful words, and, 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 and of course, very often, um, uh, the hurtful words happen with family members. I, I, I actually had a um, close relationship family from the no one's gonna them from the East Bay uh, in my office late Monday night for a long time um, you can't even imagine <laughs> I can't imagine you know with, with the things that were said about each other you can't imagine I mean it's just like mind boggling um, but they're you know they're working things out it just was like a slugfest um but in real life, it, people say things to little kids, to children, their own children. You know, they, they stigmatize their children, they damage their children, they hurt their children, spouses, parents. And Nikias means to, to just to adjust ourselves, not never to say hurtful, hurtful words to the people, which means you have to be sensitive. Um, you know, which means you have to, uh, to think what it means to be a 92-year-old lady. An elderly lady who can't take care of herself. How you talk? I remember it was once by Levi, a very prominent person. And the last couple years of the person's life, he was uh, largely immobile. And one of the children were talking about how the, the, the wife was the, 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 the level of respect that she gave to the husband, who was this very famous individual. But when you saw the end of his life, he was, you know, largely incapacitated. And... and the, the son said that the, mother, that the the wife always gave the husband tremendous respect, like he was the president of the United States, like he was the king of the world. Really, that's what, you know, it doesn't make a difference if you're 92, you can't eat, you have dentures, you can't eat this way, that way. You give respect, and with children also. Children is even worse. I really, I really, I just re- I'm reiterating this because I really feel, think it's a, it's, people mess up big time. And sometimes there's serious consequences when these kids get older. Serious consequences. Other times, it just, you know, it, it just, it just mean. You know, kids have feelings. Kids have feelings, and they, and, you know, and one has to be careful how they talk to children. They also find anastavaram, and they also have, they also are people uh, in, with feelings, and they're sensitive, and, and how you speak to them is very important. You know, you could damage a kid's um, uh, self-esteem. You could ruin your own meters. You could be hurtful. Uh, you know, I, I remember once my wife, recently I've told you with one of my kids I was too strong before we got, and with another kid she'd been totally fine with this kid. She said, you can't do that. You cannot be that strong because even though, you know, he, this child is sensitive. Oh, you got any children problems? I'm telling you, it's not, uh, you know, so... I would, would it be dumb to keep talking to that kid that way? My wife probably, my wife is usually more on the mark she, with these type of things. I can hurt this kid. My, my point is not to hurt my kid, right? My point is to help my kid. Right? You gotta be very careful. Children, people like have this illusion. You know, you, kid, the kids get into a fight, come screaming at them. Kids don't understand, like they're not adults. And they're children. Um, so I know tomorrow. Let me talk about Aitsa's advice. People give bad advice without not realizing the consequences. You know, 
you know, it's like people, some people were landmines and then they mess up and there's, there's long-term consequences. Um, and so tonight we're going to continue with speech and toxicity and being careful how we speak and to who we speak to. Also, because of consequences. You know, we say things uh, and don't realize that the words that we say can have long-term consequences. Are really, really powerful. And we're going to start tonight with Rechilas for Lashon Harab. Rechilas. Now, of course, Rechilas is a gossamonger. It's like you say, oh, do you know what she said about you? Do you know what she said about your cooking? Do you know what she said about your dress? Did you hear what so-and-so said about you? Right? Rechilas is gossamongering. Do you know? Do you know what she said about your child? Do you know that she commented about this about you? It's always ladies, by the way. Uh, and I'm sorry, it's ladies class. So I'm just telling you what it'll be about. Right? And, and it could be even a text, an email, WhatsApp. She's talking about you. She said this about you. Oh, she didn't do this for this reason. Or more uh, commonly, uh, Lashon Hara. And Lashon Hara, of course, is to badmouth or to damage other people, even if it's true. Even if it's true. Even if it's true. Even if it's true. If it's damaging and not purposeful, it doesn't make a difference that it's true. You're not allowed to say damaging information for no good purpose. We already know that the sin is super serious. The gold enough of Kirabu Moid. We know there's many branches of Lashon Hara. Chazal say the Kulam Everyone at least gets in the dust. They wink, they smile, right? I was once I was once, I remember once I was at a speaker, and the speaker it was like a more of a secular crowd. I think I was one of the JCCs. I had to be there for whatever reason. And like I remember like one gave a person like a wink, like this person has no clue what they're talking about, like that smirk, you know, that smile, like you know, it's like it's uh, it, that's that's avak lashon hara. You don't have to say it, you just you know, or or, or to set people up for lashon hara. Oh, you know, you, you going to Amar, we saw him. Where, where could fire be found? Like in the old days, they had to need fire. They people needed to get a f- from existing fire very often. So you say, um, um, you know, fire is always in this person's house. So it could be that you uh, that that you were saying it as a praise. It also could be that he's eating all day long. He's a glutton. That's what that was the other connotation. So you say something which could be construed as. Uh, in a negative way, uh, or you say, uh, you know, you tell somebody, uh, oh, they always have guests, and you know that this person is a uncouth individual. And I mean, it's not fair to put those guests on other people unless you you call them first. Somebody called me a while back about a person who has like a real, it was a very, very, very difficult person. 
very difficult person and could really take over a Shabbos meal and, uh, you know, be argumentative at somebody's table. Not an Amakad member, by the way. Not, no, this is not about somebody the show. Uh, but a really difficult person. And they asked me that the person had come to the house and they wanted to come. Uh, could they send someone's house? So I said to them, you definitely can send someone to someone's house, but you first have to call them up and tell them that they could hijack your whole Shabbos meal. And if there's kids are there, they may say things which are inappropriate. I mean, it's not fair to somebody to put them at a table. And I'll tell you, I told this person, I know there was, you know, twice it's happened here where there's certain guests where they, they, people had such bad experiences they don't want to have guests anymore. There's one sleepover guest. I said they once came and they literally were walking around people's house doing things and it made them very, very uncomfortable. And after they said, I don't have any guests. So I, it's, it's not fair to people. It's actually damaging to do that. So I said, if you want to give this kind of guest to somebody, you better call them up, explain to them. It's certainly a mitzvah. It's certainly a chesed to have it. even a very, very cantankerous, difficult, probably uh, clinically ill individual. But at the end of the day, you have to give full disclosure Right, this you'll have them, and this is what's going to happen to your meal. <laughs> you know, it, you know this individual will take over your meal, and if you're happy to have that, it's a chesed. But you need to—it's not fair. It's not fair. It's not fair to people to blindside them, and you know that. So if somebody's a, a thief, and you say, "Oh, this person always gives stucco," so what does a thief do? I just say he's very, very charitable. So it brings down actually gemara. You can't tell. Bad people about good people because they'll take advantage of them. Um, so that's actually uh, it's actually lishna bisha, right? When you praise somebody, right? When you praise somebody in a way where they're going to get taken advantage of, that's that's also lishna hara. That's also a problem. Um, I think it's very far from rechlas. These things is avak. It's a vak shlohem, klal shlodavar, harbij rachem liyetzer. The Yitzhara, you know, has many ways to get a person to transact. Of a chlodavar shiyuch aliyavalma nezek ubezayin lechavero. Anything that can cause damage, damage to their friend, embarrassment to your friend. If that email gets out, if that text, ben befanov, Ben Shalobifanov, whether in front of them, not in front of them. It's and And again, there are certain times where it's permissible, but if not, it's Lashon Hara. Hasanai Umetoyov Hamakam, which is despised and abominable in front of Hashem. Sha'amru alav, call Masapra Lashanara, anybody who speaks Lashanara, Kilo Koifer Be'ikra, at some level, uh, a person's a heretic. If they believe God was watching what they're saying, they're, they're a heretic. And so when they, they call this lady a crazy lady, or she doesn't know what she's talking about, or, or she's so obnoxious, or rude, or she's stingy, or she's not a good friend. She's really not a good friend. I give to her, she doesn't give to me. Now, if you're talking, asking advice, under certain circumstances, it could be okay. But in a casual conversation, 
casual conversation as you go for your walk on the on, on the creek on Las Gatas Creek. You know, and she, I, you know, I'm always help her. She never helps me. You're asking advice. You're just venting, or sharing. So, and so the person listening is listening and being, you know, told that this is a she's a terrible person. Terrible person. By the way, I've I've heard overheard people talking about their spouses that way, and they may do it half jokingly. My husband's a lazy bum. You don't think people start to think that after a while? If you say that, or, or you know, my husband never does this for me. Never. I, I, so let's, let's take that statement. My husband never does this. I, I've heard that. What is the hatter to say that? What's the leniency to say? Talk about your husband. Okay, help me here. What do you think? Just having a casual conversation. That's not ever okay. It's never okay. It's mamish eating pig. It's like you ate a piece of pig. It's a, it's a, it's lashon hara legamre. Now, if you're talking, someone comes to see the rabbi and they're asking advice. Of course, that's that's purposeful. Just these casual comments. What, what, what? Besides the lack of trust, the, the 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 negativity of that. I mean, why is that okay? Why, why is that okay? It's terrible. Besides, it's everything is terrible. Um, Shama called Masapra Lashon Harahari, who Kofrekar, Krok, Siv, and Lish named Besaisro Osatsme. He who slanders his neighbor in secret, Stark Starks, a strong Pusik, Oiso Atsmis, I'll cut them down. So God says, Miloshni Besaisro Oyo, this person who slanders the neighbor. Oiso Atmos, that person I cut down. So David Amal says in some. That's the thing I'll show. I just wanted to say over here, Hara, you know, the greatest tzaddik a hundred years ago, the Chavetz Chaim, uh, did claws for the Jewish people. Today, there's so much awareness about Lashon Hara, so much awareness. And really, I think until about 15, 20 years ago, it was like Lashon Hara was even today. There's still a lot of awareness was being conquered, but with now with these texts. And WhatsApp, and blogging, and commenting. I mean, you can send something and it gets spread all around. It can get it can go far and wide. It's you know. So I, I just you know we're talking about Nikias cleansing ourselves. Very worthwhile investment. You know, is to learn to say for Chavetz Chaim or Shmir Salashan daily. Take two minutes to three minutes a day to learn the laws of Lashon Hara. There's English books. The Chavetz Chaim Heritage Foundation has multiple books on Shemir Lashon. It's known that Rebbe Tzankanevsky for the ladies, one of the things she would tell is to learn the laws of Shemir Lashon. That the Manchester Rosh Hashiva said if you look, to learn two lachas a day brings bracha to your home. Right? Lashon Hara is an area of Nikias where actually, since we talk all the time, we're constantly... Communicating, right? Man is a social animal. You, ever, you know who said that, by the way? Who said that? Man is a social animal. Must have been someone Jewish. No, no. Uh, Kant, a philosopher. Kant, philosopher. Yeah, uh-huh. about philosopher about twenty five hundred before twenty five hundred years before Kant, twenty two hundred years. Not Plato, Plato, Plato. Ah. Uh, uh, so. Um, 
But I like that because they're animals. We're not social. We're not social beings, right? But we are. We are constantly talking, communicating. Even you can communicate with your eyes and your fingers or your hands. You know, actually, I heard a great thing in Israel. This is unbelievable, by the way. In Israel, when you're in court, like in America, if you're in court for a trial, you're a felon. For like, they, you're shackled. If you ever see them in court, they're wearing cuffs. But in Israel, they're not allowed to do that. They have to have free hands because Israel have to communicate. Israel, you need to communicate with your hands. You know, Israel can't imagine. You know, there's communication with your hands. So in Israel, they don't shackle your hands because it will be, be unfair. They still shackle your feet. But you're, you don't shackle your hands because you need to articulate your case. Well, there's ways to talk. We can communicate with our hands. Right? Right? There's all kinds of ways to communicate with your hands. So, I, I just, in this area, next to the kiss, good idea. Spend two minutes a day. Learn the laws of Lashon Hara. You'll have tremendous payback from that. So you can learn with your husband if you want. You can learn with a girlfriend if you want. Uh, you can learn it with anyone you want. Pick someone to learn it with. It. Do it by yourself. You know, over breakfast. Whatever. It's a tremendous investment. And, and you know, you can learn again lashon hakodesh. Save a couple time if if it's easier. So many. You can you can even you can call in. There's hotlines to call in as you're walking. You can you can download a share on it. Whatever it is, and just listen to it. Um, very much worthwhile. The next thing in the kiss is gamasina v'nekama, kashem oed, because these are internal emotions. Kashem oed lishamalem imenu lev husal ashalivnei adam. Right, people. The lashon that I'm calling the deluded heart of a human being. Right, people start going off and they imagine things. They, they they get angrier and angrier and angry, like this imaginary world in their own heart it builds up right? and it starts as this little kernel and, 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 and the person hurt you or the person was mean to you or you assume by the way very often it's not, they didn't do anything to you it's just in your own mind <laughs> you play the script you know every one time well, actually I would say one time this happened to me a few times Rabbi, why are you talking to me? I'm like, I'm talking to you? What do you mean? I didn't even see you. It's like, you know, like I you know, people, people imagine. Like, he didn't talk to me. He's angry. I'm sure it's happened to everyone, but I, he's angry. Uh, uh, you know, I remember somebody said to me years ago, I know you're really upset at me. I said, how do you know that? I, he said, because I know. I, I said, I'm not even, I may upset you at all. I've seen people I, in, in, in my office, this East Bay thing, Monday night. I mean, literally half of this was like, not true. It was like this one saying, You did this. And the person, what do you mean? How did I do that? And like the person would think, Well, I know that you, like, like, it's like in their mind. It's like literally the delusion. It's, delu- it's delusion. It's like it, it, in your own mind, you play this. It's, you know, and some people are very insecure. I'm just. Or, you know, very insecure. Many people are insecure, and in their own mind, they they fester, and everyone's against them. Everyone hates them, or they didn't talk to me, or they were not nice to me, or they didn't give me enough. And some people are honor seekers, and they need to be. The world has to stop. When they come into the room, everyone has to focus on them. 
I remember someone once told me years ago, somebody was talking about them. Another lady. I said, how do you, what did she say? I saw, they told me, I don't know. So I said, how do you know she's talking about you? She stared at me, or pointed at me, or this to me. Like, so I asked the person, did you point at the person? You stared, no. <laughs> no idea. I mean, I, honest conversation. People, like, they get into these delusional things. They do, and so, and so, but, I mean, it's a hard by the way, this week's Parsha, Parsha all about that, Yosef and the brothers, right? All about that. It's, it became escalated beyond belief. The brothers thought he was plotting to destroy them, right? And Yosef misjudged the I mean, it's like all of this. And obviously, there were tzaddikim in a great level, but there's something there, right? There's something. Uh, so, any person at Sina, it's hard to get it out, it's really hard. Uh, you know, you know, it's really in the bare garage, and you, I'm, I, I'm just, I've said this before with parents and children. You know, a parent could take care of a child, and the kid, something that the kid go, they send the kid to a school they don't like, or they make a mistake, and the kid will never forget the parent. I mean, I, I mean, and like they bear hate, and you, can have, you have this in spouses. You have in relationships, you have it in, and you know. I said, I wasn't always a rabbi. I was, I was once a kid, and my, we, I, I was at tables, we talked about rabbis. I mean, I, I, what did the rabbi do? I, the rabbi did this to me, and like, that was it. The rabbi, or my teacher, or this person, and like, that's it. Like, you, they cut them off completely. I mean, like, whoa! I, I remember people I knew were friends, and, and then someone messed up. Sometimes, literally, they messed up. I, you know, and they mess up, and that's it. And there's hatred. It's like, it's like bitter hatred. You know, I, I, I will not talk to this person. I hate them. I know, they, don't, they don't say that. I, I don't want nothing to do with them. They're a little older. They don't say that. They're, they're sophisticated. I want nothing to do. You know what that means? You hate them. You can say what you like. It means you hate them. Right? I want nothing to do with her. Zero. Why? Because, you know, and like you start, if you actually analyze it logically... Right, it's usually very little, and it's usually what happens. It's hard, and it becomes very ingrained. Um, people are very, very sensitive to quote unquote humiliations. And they have their pains, their pains. I remember Rieti a few years ago when he was here, was saying that story of the four ladies who are sitting in Florida talking about how their children, my child is this for me, my child is this for me, my child is this for me. And, and like one kid flew them for their birthday, and they give a whole spiel about it. And like the, the fourth one, whose kid never talked to the parent, and you know they had been estranged for years, so, and they looked at this lady and said, and what does your child do for you? And he was a good actor. He said, and my child, my child speaks about me hours a day to a therapist. <laughs> right? <laughs> he speaks about me all the time. Your child once a year does Once a week, my child talks about me every day. Can't get away from me. Right? I mean, people, you know, it's, it's amazing. You know? They, 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 they have great pain. And sometimes that pain is, 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 is based on real things, and very often it's not, right? 
And sometimes it's, that pain is 50 years ago, and they get people that's going to move on. You know, you got to move on in life. You know, you got to live. You just, you got to move on. You know, that life goes on. You either, you either live or don't live. You know, it's amazing. I sent my, my Holocaust shares, that share I gave, the class lecture I gave, I should say. And somebody uh, uh, from a very from person from the East Coast, I sent him the one on, I spoke about at the JCC. He apparently went back to my first ones. He, to, he liked it. He listened to all of them. He was telling me about, like, uh, with, uh, you know, about moving on. So about my grandmother, like, moving on. Uh, you can't live with the Holocaust your whole life. You got to move on. You're traumatized. My, my grandmother lived for nine years. I can guarantee you, I guarantee you, nobody, parent, or relative, or sibling did that. You move on, you know? Um... I I, I, I I never, I mean never, ever want to charge somebody who is abused at any level, uh, uh, mentally or physically or sexually by a, a, a relative or trusted person. But but what's 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 I'd say tragic. And again, I'm not chassidim to judge such people, but these people never recover very often. And part of it is that they're not able to move on. Um, you know, again. Therapy, it's it's traumatic, but and they're and they're kids very often. But yet, a chief rabbi of Israel not so long ago, who was in Buchenwald, whose parents were murdered, who's you know who grew up running for his life and being and he's became the chief rabbi of Israel very loud. You know, I'm you need people need to move on. Again, I'm not telling you it doesn't take years. It's take. I'm not. I don't want to go. I don't really don't want to go there. I know my my mother-in-law is an expert at this, but but there is a big problem that people just. They just self-mourn their whole life. I mean, so if something happens to a kid when they're six years old, and the rest of their life they're mourning. That's tragic. It's not a tragedy, you know. And again, I'm not, I, 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 like I, like I said in my Holocaust, I don't judge anybody that this can happen to. I'm just saying objectively on the outside, people need to move on, you know. You know, people, you know, the, the, the Klausenberger Rebbe lost his wife and 11 kids. He, he didn't mourn his whole life. He, he, he built, he got remarried, started a new family, did things. Right? He, would, he could have easily mourned his whole life. You know, he could have easily mourned. You got to move on in life. You live. But people, what, what happens? They take things and they just, they want revenge. They want to hate. They, they sit there and they, you, know, you know what happens? Their, their insides, their kishkas. Anyone knows what you know, kishkas are? Fersteyevish. No. Stomach. Intestines. Kishkas. Close. 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 The right body part. The right part of this body. Right. Uh, so, when I come to to get revenge, to get back, to, to, to shtoch. You know what shtoch is? That's a good word. Shtoch. Yeshiva, get back at a person. It's you feel redeemed. In a sick way, in a perverted way, a person gets back, feels good about it. And that gives the person who's insulted the comfort uh, that they are. You have to have four two and not to come to hate people. And not to go ahead and take revenge. And not to bear a grudge. 
It's called Kol Yishkach. Forget about it. Forget about it. Move on. The like never, I, I, and again, I'm, I am far from perfect. But I'm going to talk to you as a rabbi. I, if I wanted to sit there, you know, and say, this person said about me, this person did, I mean, most people are very, I'm, I'm very grateful, but people, people think do things, I've been accused of things, I've been attacked, or whatever, people call me, blame me, blah, 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 blah. you know, again, I'm just telling you, I'm here for a long time, I can, just, over, if I would, and I see these people the next day, the next week, I mean, I don't, they don't disappear, right? They're still in the part of the show. If I would sit there and think what they did to me, what they said, I can't believe it. No, I move on. I really do. I don't sit there and, you know, sometimes it's harder, you know, if I felt like what, you know, sometimes I help the person. You know, I've helped people and they've been, I mean, I helped one person in their marriage and like, they're upset at me because they mess up. They, I should be, you don't do, it's like, imagine, your husband could tell you this, you're a doctor. You give people medication. They don't get the medication. They get sick. And they blame the doctor. Happens all the time, by the way. Happens all the time. <laughs> Happens all. So if you're the doctor, do you want to treat that patient again? You don't want to treat. But you know what? I don't. I, I'm, 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 again, I'm not perfect. Can you imagine a rabbi who would do that? Like sit there. Imagine a parent who does that. There are parents who do that, by the way. Imagine a child. Don't have to imagine. Children do this all the time. Siblings do this all the time. She didn't come to my son's wedding. I'm not going to her son's bar mitzvah. All the time. All the time. She didn't call me. Well, I'm not calling her. He, this person did this to me. When, I'm, when I needed her, she didn't come to me. It's, you don't think it's revenge? <laughs> I, I can't tell you how many painful family simchas that they ask the conversation. I really don't want to go to my relatives thing. Why not? They didn't come to mine. I can't tell you how many times I've heard that. Petty. Petty. Pathetic. If you, if you can go, make, you, I mean, it's a relative's thing. But no, people, I'm, 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 I don't mean to harsh. I mean, I mean to be just, to be, to, you know. And you got to move on. Your person needs to move on. If you're hurt, you got to move on. Don't, you know, you got to just smile and move on. You know, not sit there and, you know, either mourn what happened or take revenge what happened, be embittered. It's such a terrible thing to have that reality. It's so bad to, to be stuck with that. Forget about it. Marriage, you can sit there take a list of what your husband did to you wrong over the past 20 years. I remember 15 years ago, he did this to me, and eight years ago, this. Right? You should forget about it. Huh? It's good to have bad memory. It's good to have bad? Bad memory. Why? So you don't I remember mean, I don't 15 remember. years. Oh, it's good. It's true? That's true. I don't remember yesterday. You remember this. Senior moments. <laughs> Younger moments. Chazik v'am. A person has to be strong. Vukok vukal. Rak l'malchashat. The truth is, Rebukal is very frank. It's easy for angels. You know, it's easy for angels. Shame b'enemi to say, Elo, lo. People who are we who live in the dust of the earth, uh, it's difficult. It's Hashem's decree. Torah commands, don't hate your brother in your heart. Don't take revenge. Sometimes. You sneezed? 
I'm seeing your reading, sir. Excuse me. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> I forgot. Oh, don't, don't take revenge on me. Don't, don't be upset at me. <laughs> don't bear a grudge. Right? Don't, be, don't, don't take revenge and don't bear a grudge. We know what we know the difference between um, revenge and grudge. The revenge is right? Your sibling doesn't come to yours. Think I'm not going to yours. I'm, somebody doesn't help you. I'm not helping them. Somebody that doesn't, doesn't do something to you, I'm not doing this for them. That's the comma. Or you already, you tell the sibling, I'm coming to your bar mitzvah, even though you didn't come to my kids. This. Or I'm giving you this, even though you didn't, that's not here, that's bearing a grudge. I'm doing this for you, even though you didn't do this for me. That's what you call bearing a grudge. What, you know, some illusion, some illusion. That 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 causes the heart to boil. It may not cause a person to articulate something. Maybe you know you're not so enthusiastic about it. You don't do as much of a job for it. Is a right? You had a baby. Your neighbor didn't help you one iota. They didn't ask you for any help. But you're, not, you're going to help them because you're a chesed. But you're not going to make them dessert. Or you won't make them as good as a dish. Or you won't be that helpful. You'll be somewhat helpful. But if you're your best friend, you'll be super helpful. But this person, it's, I'm not ah, They need the help. They, they legitimately need help, let's say. But you're not into it because you still, not because they don't need the help. They do need the help because you're bearing a grudge. That's how it works. Now, obviously, it's better not to take revenge or articulating it, but still, it means you're bearing, the person's needy, needy, and you're not helping their needs because you're upset at them. And you could, but you have the ability to help the person. Um, and the best story I heard of this ever was a Baruch Bear, Baruch Bear Lubavitch, Baruch Bear was one of the great Rosh Hashivas, Rosh Hashiva Kamnitz in Lithuania. It was one of the three great students of Chaim Soloveitchik, the three greatest students of Chaim Soloveitchik. And Rabbah Bear, someone was engaged to his daughter. And um, in the middle of the engagement, I had sort of a hard time, like, uh, whatever reason, apparently she was not so attractive. And one boy, he asked one of the best boys in Yeshiva to date his daughter. And he didn't want to, and he, like, the Roshua pushed him, he broke pushed him, and he said, yeah, so the boy finally was forced in course, I don't think she's pretty, so, you know, Baruch Bear says to him, you're not marrying an Esrig, you're marrying a like, you know, that's a famous, you know, but, you know, people have to be attracted, it's not a thing, but anyways, the boy's engaged to his daughter, and a couple months uh, after they engaged, he went to the Shiva to learn in the meantime, he writes the letter to Baruch Bear, engagement's off, no explanation. Engagement's off. I mean, this daughter was mortified. It's, you know, no explanation. No apologies. Nothing. Just engagement's off. And that's what you call terrible. You know what that does to a girl? Shortly before she's getting married. 
No explanation. Doesn't have even. He didn't even have the the menschlach kite to come in person and say it, to explain it. You know, you have to be a bench. You go. You say nothing. Zero. A few years later, this boy who was engaged to his son wanted to be a rov of a community, and he asked the Baruch Bear for a letter of recommendation. That was the first contact he had from him. Um, I'm not going to quote. I'm not going to. I don't understand. One thing I don't get the whole story. This is a famous story. Is, is did he feel he was qualified after that whole story? Apparently he did. So Baruch Bear wrote a letter of recommendation, and then gave this letter to three of his closest people to check that that it's it, it's superlative because he didn't want his own feelings to be involved. Understand that? Now I want to imagine what you and I would do if that would happen to us. If we would write that letter of recommendation, how would we write such a letter of recommendation? Do you think you would show it to three people and say, make sure that, did I really, was it, did I really, because maybe I'm still, we, first of all, I think most of us would take, the, we get a letter of recommendation, we would slam that, who, a chutzpah, that's the first thing, most people, a chutzpah or a word I can never say would come to a person's mind, like, shmegegi, uh, Whatever, you know, what kind of crazy person asked me for recommendation? They hurt my daughter. They have, they have no me. I mean, what kind, that's a, most of us would do, right? I mean, it's like, yeah. But not did he not? It was if I could help somebody, you know, you know I'm gonna put myself up to all this. That's what it means not to have any material. That's what it means not to bear any grudge. Okay. Now again, one thing I always had a question on that story is. I don't know if I write a recommendation that because of my own feelings. I don't know if that person was qualified to be a rov. But that's a question on a story. The point, the point I'm trying to make is who Baruch Ber was. Right? That, he can have such greatness of soul to point, push everything out. Um, um, See, it's a horror wants to make you remind, remember just a little bit. Just you know, a little memory, like what they did or what they didn't do. Yemedech uh, uh, For example, by, this, is how, this is how the Yitzhara work, the evil inclination. Uh, if you're going to give him, this person refused to give you something, don't give it to him with such a smiley face. I need to educate this person. You know, I, sh- I should... I, should, I don't want to get this person to think they get away with something over it. Don't be so cheery. Don't be so happy to, to help the person out. Um, right? If somebody, uh, you, uh, if you don't want to hurt him malicious, don't give him such goodness. Give him a little bit less. Don't give him the royal treatment or her the royal treatment. Give him a little bit less. You know, why should I push him? Why? Why should I extend myself? Why should I push myself? Why should I do that for that person? You know what they did to me? That's, that's what's there. Um, or perhaps, um, it's also never, be, you know, never be the person's friend. Never help them out. And if you're not his enemy, Forgave the person. It's okay. If you want to be friendly with this person, so the Yitzhar will say, 
Don't be so friendly with the person. Don't be so nice to the person. All kinds of tactics to the Yitzhara. You know, this person did this to you. This person slayed. Again, I'm just going to very often it's make-believe. It's mamish make-believe. It's the it's the person's mind due to their own insecurities, their own negative thinking or or or, or, or blinded uh, looks of life. Uh, but there are times where, where it's fully or partially a person actually legitimately got hurt. Uh, and, the, you know, even then, I mean, get, it's not healthy to sit there. More now, if your person is being abused or it's being perennial, so you have to deal with that. I'm not talking about being a sucker over here or a shmata. Um, but the person says sorry, the person has moved on, you need to move on, right? Or a person didn't realize their mistake, or it was not perennial, they're just careless, or they're, they're, they're mean to everybody, it's not you. <laughs> you know, going back to that story of this can't take cursing individual, they're not out to hurt you. That would do that anyone's, anyone's table, right? It's like, you know. If they're, if they're, you know, if they don't, if they have a serious disorder, I mean, it's not good. You, if you choose to do that, it's so wonderful. You know, I wasn't telling a person not to do it. But I'm just worried people have little kids that can say very controversial things. They could, you know, be very hurtful. They could attack the host, you know, which is what happened in that, in that previous situation. The host literally got attacked publicly. Um, so, you know, you have to be a big person for that. If you're a big person, you should do that. Um, but, yeah, people need to take this on. It's our tries to don't be, don't be so friendly, don't be so so great. I'll give you a a a a general principle, a general principle. Well, you should love a person like you love yourself. You know what? Kamoicha, listen, listen. This is how the Ramchal says this. Kamoicha is bili chilukim. Without distinction, like you love yourself. Right? You mess up. We all mess up plenty. We oversleep. We do this. We get upset. We mess up. Right? Who doesn't mess up? We lose. We say things we shouldn't say. We do things we shouldn't do. We're hurtful at times to people. We're careless at times. We're sloppy at times. We all mess up. We all, we all, say that again, we all mess up. And just like we forgive ourselves and we want people to forgive us, Kamaycha means to forgive others as well, says Rabchal. Kamaycha balichalukim. Love like yourself. And just like you love yourself, Right, if you're if you're you're healthy, uh, mentally healthy over here, right? You have to love other people. You let you let yourself love other people who make mistakes, who are human. Humans make mistakes, and human. No one has a perfect record. Not your spouse, not your child, not your parents, not your friends, not even your rabbi. Right? Nobody's gonna have perfect. Nobody, nobody, nobody. Not even Moshe Rabbeinu. If you want, nobody's perfect. And just like we're, we can learn to forgive ourselves and move on and be happy, we have to be happy with other people. Right? And this is an area that needs chazak. Right, we'll hold here. Pick up next Wednesday night. Have a great night. You too.
Yeah. So class? Yes, class. By popular demand.